everyone. Welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, TBTPFL. It's Tuesday. It is March 31st. It's 2020, and we're here to talk about the six-game LOL League of Legends slate for Wednesday at 2 a.m. Going to break down these six games for the LPL and the LCK. I'm going to talk about um, just kind of matchups overall here. Kind of give you guys a look at what we've been doing with, you know, premium content um, and just, you know, talk about this stuff to help you guys out. So excited to, you know, break down an LOL slate. We'll have another CSGO um, article up for Wednesday slate as well. So Christian Mino has absolutely been crushing it when it comes to, you know, everything with his projections, projected ownership, the data breakdowns, the previews, um, you know, when I'm not writing the LOL content, you know, he is bringing you guys great information here. The Discord channel has been a great uh, place to bounce ideas off of each other. If you have any questions in Discord, you can always feel good. Um, you always feel free to reach out to me, Chris, a bunch of people answering questions over there in Discord. Shout out to Discord in general. So, loving what's going on here, Rotor Grinders. Um, you know, obviously it's a tough time, and you know it's nice to have a fun little sweat going on here. Appreciate everyone who has unpaused their premium and um you know it's definitely helping so let's get into this six game lol slate i sent out a tweet um you know just to kind of make a funny right before i got started here i don't even know what it's at but um i I said that i was going to break down the slate on the podcast today and i said how many names will i screw up over under 15 and a half um i hope everyone everyone chose the over there's a good chance that um I mess up a lot of these names. And what's funny is like, I've actually been watching a lot of these LPL and LCK um, slates. Like I'll catch the second end of like the end of them. So like, I don't really watch the first few games because I'm not up at two o'clock in the morning right now. Um, And I'm actually up a lot earlier in the morning. So I'll catch the end of these games each and every day. And uh, so it's been a lot of fun watching these games and stuff. So I'm still going to mess these names up. Um, Sorry ahead of time. Going to do the best I can to help you guys out. So let's get started on the slate. Uh, we start with Dragon X versus Sandbox. Dragon X is 8-4. and four, Sandbox is 4-8. and eight. Dragon X is a minus 425 favorite. Big favorite here. Um, this is an LCK game. You know, really quick. Biggest difference between the LCK and the LPL is... LPL is a lot more of an aggressive league. Um, you know, we, we see like Gen G... Esports leads the league in kills per game in the LCK at 12.8. And you can see a huge difference when you go over to the LPL where Estar leads the league with 19 kills per game. Genji with that amount of kills per game um, wouldn't even be in the top five in the LPL. So see a lot more bloody games in the LPL. Not saying that individual players don't um, perform well in the LCK. But I think you see a lot more upside um, when you're when you're looking at the LPL for tournaments and even cash games. Um, but LCK games tend to be a little bit more technical, a little bit slower paced, um, and then they just like kind of explode at the end. It's fun to watch these LCK games as well. So um, a lot of fun stuff going on there. So. Let's start, like I said, um, you know, kind of looking at Dragon X. They're obviously the better team of the two teams here. Um, you know, 
Deft is is one of the better plays on this slate. Um, just overall, like he's the guy that's second in the league in average kills per game with four. Um, he's averaging twenty eight point eight percent damage uh, per game. So like he's the guy that um, obviously has a ton of upside here. Dragon X overall, you know, they really have the advantage here. Um, I, I will say, like, you know, Sandbox does tend to get first blood a little bit higher than Dragon X. Uh, they're not, like I said, they're not really of an aggressive team. But they're very, a very good technical team, farming team, vision team. Um, so, you know, when you're looking at Dragon X here, like I said, I think Deft is, you know, very much in play here. You know, overall, like, he's one of the cheaper um, ADCs on the slate um, that, you know, should win. And this could be a 2-0 win, so getting those 20 extra bonus points might help, um, you know, especially his price. He's not going to be as, you know, as bloody as some of these um, LPL ADCs, but um, he definitely has, like, double-digit kill upside, double-digit assist upside. He's just not likely going to get you that, like, 10 kill or assist bonus. Um, I do think there's an opportunity for him to put up, you know, 90 plus points here at his price. I think that's fine. Um, outside of him, you know, just kind of looking at the rest of this team, you know, the mid play Chovy here, um, Chavi one for anybody keeping track. Um, he's another guy that has like 90 plus point upside and, you know, He's actually kind of, you know, priced in with these other um, mid players. But I think that, you know, he's definitely someone you can look at if you want to get off of, like, Royal Never Give Ups, you know, chalkiness. Um, if you can't afford Cryon, Cryon's the best mid play on the slate. Um, E-Star, we'll talk about them in a minute. But, you know, outside of those two guys, um, you know, we tend to pair – our ADCs with our support players. So if you're playing um, deaf, don't feel, feel free to play Kara um, as well. A lot of assists. Um, a lot of assists per game um, for him. So, you know, you can make up in kills with your ADC, um, you know, as an assist, like he's second in assists per game this season um, behind life. So, lot of lot of different ways that you could build here um but uh for me on dragon x you know those three would be my main plays <coughs> excuse me did not mute my mic fast enough um all right sorry like a coughing spell there um and, like, I feel like I have something, like, stuck in my throat. Sorry about that. Um, I, I like the team spot for Dragon X as well, with as technical as the LCK is. If this game stays somewhat close, um, they do have upside. Or if they win both games under 30 minutes, they have upside. I think both of those things could potentially happen. But I think that uh, the team aspect here for Dragon X is very much in play. And I don't mind, you know, the jungle play or the top play here. If if you end up on those guys, um, I don't have a problem with either one of those guys because I do think Dragon X wins here. Um, and like the other thing is like 
Sandbox does die a lot, so um, they don't die as much as uh, APK, but um, APK is the team to target um, because they die a ton um, in the LCK, and they're not on the slate, but there's a future gem for you there. Uh, Sandbox. Sandbox, tough matchup here. Their their lineup moves around all the time. Uh, we don't get you know starting lineups for the LCK. This is a tough team to really have interest in here. Um, you know, when we're looking at it, I will say that, you know, if you're looking at Sandbox, if you're wanting to play Sandbox here, their top player, Lonely, averages over 25.6% damage per game. And his kill participation is actually really high at 78.4%. Um, Punch's kill percentage is also really high. But when you're kill percentage is high and you're just not getting a lot of kills or team kills per game. Um, you're just not, <laughs> you just don't have that like upside. So I've liked the fact that like they've gone to punch over on fleek on fleek really wasn't doing much. And then like, you know, they, they ended up like, I think they ended up subbing out last game. So it's just, it's tough to really trust what's going to happen here with this whole jungle situation. So that's why, like, even for, like, the top position, like, Lonely and Summit, like, there's potential being subbed out there. So, I just don't like this team overall. Um, I don't really see a road for them winning. And if they do win, it's probably going to be, like, Route and Dove doing work, you know, outperforming, um, outperforming Deft and Chavi in the middle, like, that is the only way I see them winning. I just don't think it happens here. Could it happen? Sure. Anything can happen um, in these video games. So for that, I'll probably stay away from, um, you know, sandbox on this game. Like I said, I just don't really think there's a ton of upside. I do think like when we look at projected ownership here in a little while, I do think sandbox would be really low owned. I'm interested to see um, what we have projected for deft as well. Um, Cause he's a guy that I, like, I really have some interest in. Moving on, we got Domus Esports against LNG Esports. Uh, Domus two and seven, LNG four and five. LNG is a 358 favorite here. I do think this game is a little closer um, than you know Vegas lines have it. The only thing that I have issues with here is like neither of these teams are really like bloody teams. Um, so uh, let's start here with Domus. Uh, they've kind of been messing around with this lineup a little bit, so you know we're gonna have to wait and see. What we get um, for a starting lineup, I'm going to check really quick to see if it's actually out already. And does not look like it's out yet. But we, we, we do usually get um, starting lineups for um, LPL. So, um, you know, Domus for me, I think they're an interesting, like, tournament. Low-owned, I would expect their projected ownership to be really low-owned here. I think overall LNG is the better team, but I do think that Domus has the potential to win this game in like the mid lane with, <laughs> I'm going to call him X, um, X I Y E. I'm just going to call him X cause I'm going to miss mess it up anyway. Um, and Gala, these two guys, when they play well together and they're killing and assisting on each other's kills, um, they actually have a ton of upside together. 
And then you throw in Mark. You get a three-little-man, like, team stack here. I'll be honest. I'm going to do whatever I can to try to fit in E-Star stacks today. I don't know if Damas is cheap enough to make it work. Um, I haven't, like, actually started to try to build teams yet. Um, But I really do think that – you know, if you're wanting to stack E-Star on this slate, and we'll talk about them when we get there. If you're wanting to stack E-Star on this slate, um, this is an interesting way to try to make that build work. Um, you know, you can get Wink in there because you could probably play Gala at um, the captain spot because he's a really cheap ADC, and that way you're getting exposure to Wink. Um, you know, you can play Wii. You know, there's a lot of different ways that you could kind of build this stack out um, if you do think Domus has a chance. I think they have a chance. Do I think they'll win? I think it's kind of a coin flip type of game. Um, you know, if you would have asked me a while ago, I would have said NLG wins this, but they've kind of been all over the place recently. Like, they just dropped the VG. Um, they won the first game against E-Star, and then E-Star poured it on them in the next two games. Um, so. You know, I think it's interesting. I do think the spot's interesting um, for Damas. And like I said, I do think that Gala and X um, really are going to be the guys, uh, assuming that they start here, um, to kind of take advantage of this. And like I said, play Mark too. Mark has a high KP percentage. Um, Gala doesn't have a high KP percentage, but games that they win, his KP percentage goes up. He has the high damage rate here at 30.1%, uh, X at 27.4%. This is a really interesting three-man tournament stack. Um, LNG probably a little bit safer. You know, let's talk about them on the other side of this game. Maple and um, Flandre have been fantastic. Asura. Um, like, there's a lot of different ways to stack this team. This team has a ton of upside. Um, like... In wins, this team in wins, um, they do get a lot of kills in these close games. I think this game's actually going to be pretty close. Um, so definitely like the LNG side more than the Dominus side. I'm just saying, like, if you're stacking E-Star today, because of the pricing the way it is, you have to get creative, and that's kind of why I was talking about Domus. Um, like, I like Domus more than trying to take a shot on, like, Victory 5 against um, RNG, and we'll talk about that when we get up there. So... But, yeah, like, you know, for LNG here, um, I do think they have the advantage um, just overall um, when you're looking at it. So they do have the advantage here. So LNG, a little bit more aggressive uh, team as well. So, you know, if you're looking at LNG too, I know that um, – like Don the other night crushed us against VG uh, for any of any of you guys that played him. I think that you could definitely go back to him here. He's done really well in wins. Like he gives you the upside of like two 10 assist games. Um, so I, I do think he's someone you want to look at here. I do think he's uh, very much in play for the slate. So, you know, least favorite play is probably XX. Um, He's shown a little bit of upside in, in wins, um, but like one of the top laners that actually will go out and 
get assists, be very involved as uh, Flandre. So, like, I just have more more interest in him overall here. So, overall, I think LNG wins this game. I do think this game stays super competitive. I really think this game has the opportunity to go to three games. Um, I think Thomas has a chance, though. Like, depending on what lineup they roll out and all that stuff, um, I do think they have a chance. Um I really wish they would start uh, XWE. I, I just, I, I know they don't start him. Um, they start XI, but man, like this guy XWE has shown really strong upside in, in 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 the short spans that we've seen. So uh, overall, like I said, I think. LNG is safer. I think LNG wins, but um, don't be shocked if if Domus upsets here. They're they're one of the few I feel like teams that could actually upset on this slate. Um, moving on to a, a matchup that I don't think we see an upset. Uh, upset. Uh, KC Rolster against Griffin. KC Rolster here, uh, five eighty three favorite. They're seven and five. Griffin, big darn dogs here, two ten, uh, two and ten on the season. The second biggest uh, dog on the slates um, is Griffin. You know, looking at KT. If you read my articles on KT, whenever they're on the slate, you know that I like aiming. Aiming's a beast. Um, He's one of the guys on the LCK that can just put up monster games. So, really like uh, aiming here again. Um, like I, I think he is very much in play. Um, you know, for cash games, this guy is just—he is a kills beast. Um, and like this is a game they they should kind of roll this team. So, you know, aiming's a guy that's has the upside and then like if he doesn't get that third game like he'll get that 20 point bonus um you know his average kills i think he's fifth or sixth in the league um does a ton of damage per game like if we're looking at kt's um you know damage per game like aiming does 35.8 percent of the damage per game and he's in the kill participation and 78 percent their jungle player as well bono 75.8% 75.8% kill percentage. Um, he's always a guy that projects really well for me, um, you know, especially at the jungle position where, you know, jungle, we is the best play at jungle. Um, it, it's not close. Like, it, it's very simple. He's the best play, and you're just trying to figure out, like, who you want to play if you're not playing him. Um, I think Bono – I definitely like his price. Um, he's a guy that can put up 90 plus points in this jungle position. Um, cause he gets a ton of assists. He's very, um, like they use this combo a lot. Like I've watched, I've watched some of these KT games and it almost seems like in these KT, um, games, like Kiro is used, but Bono is used as well. Um, and, and like, their support player, Tustin, he has upside too. This team spot has upside. Like, I really like KT here. Like, I think a lot of people are going to like KT on this slate, and I think it's for good reason. Um, I don't think they outscore E-Star. I don't, and it's going to be impossible to build a stack together. So maybe you get creative on how you build your stack and you just kind of hope it works out. But 
Um, on the Griffin side, I really don't have interest in Griffin. Like they've shown zero upside. Um, like you just look at this team, you look at like Viper, he does have a high, um, damage rates, but there's just not a lot of upside here. Um, I don't think they win, you know, in the games they've won, you know, Viper did have big games. Um, you know, UCAL in, in games they won, you know, they've only won two games. In both the games that they won, he did well. I, I just don't see them winning. If you do think Griffin upsets KT Rolster, which I don't think happens, um, but if you do think they upset, I think it would come from Viper and UCAL, and I would definitely play like Irove too um, as a support play to those two guys um, in a win. But that's just because the pricing is so cheap on these guys. Again, I still lean like Domus to get the upsets um, and, and like win you a tournament more than hardly any other upset on this slate. Um, so, yeah, like, you know, again, just kind of an overview of this game. I do think that at the end of the day, we see, um, you know, KT roll Griffin here 2 0. Um, and you kind of just hope that KT gets kills. The only thing that like, you worry about, you know, from this game is like KT is third fewest kills per game this season, but they actually have one of the best kill to death ratios in the league. So they're going to, they're going to definitely be efficient with their kills. Uh, but do they have the upside in a two Oh win um, against a team that's last in the league in kills per game to get a bloody enough game to really pay off these prices um, is what you're kind of worried about here. Life today is kind of a lie. It forces us to always be on. But every now and then, it's important to just stop, crack open a mountain cold Coors Light and chill. So when you choose to turn off, choose the one beer that's made to chill. Coors Light, mountain cold refreshment, made to chill. Coors Light is brewed with a three-step cold process, cold lager, cold filtered, and cold packaged, so it's actually made to chill. The mountains on Coors Light, cold activated bottles and cans turn blue when chilled to perfection. Born in the Rocky Mountains of Colorado in 1978, Coors Light is refreshing, crisp, and only 102 calories. You know, when you're, when you're looking at Coors Light, you know, these blue activated mountains, um, we were out on the boat the other day, and, like, it amazed my wife that the mountains um, actually do not – like, they actually turn blue and they turn back um, when it's not cold. So I definitely enjoy me some Coors Light. Um, you know, that's just one of the things that I like uh, so much. And, you know, when I need a moment to chill, that's why I choose Coors Light. So when you want to reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. You have Coors Light. You can have Coors Light delivered by going to get.coorslight.com and finding local delivery options near you. Celebrate responsibly, Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. We move on to the game. Um, E-Star versus Vici Gaming. Um, VG against E-Star here. E-Star, only a 316 favorite. Um, and I say only. They're 9-1. and one. They're facing a VG team that's 4-6. and six. Um, But VG has been playing really good. Um Really, really good here recently. Uh, they're coming off of wins against L LNG, LGD. Uh, they lost to Edward Gaming, but they beat RNG. Um, they have been playing really well here recently. Again, like, 
I wouldn't be shocked if, if VG upsets E-Star here. I wouldn't be shocked um, if that happens. But, you know, ever since they've made this move um, to Forge in the mid, they've just been so much better. Um, so, I think this is actually good overall for E-Star. Um, because if this game stays close, E-Stars, they're just beasts. They're, they're absolute beasts. Um, like, they're averaging 19 kills per game. Um, Invictus Gaming is second with 17.2, and then Fun Plus Phoenix is third with 15.7. So, like, you can see a massive gap here um, for just how much, like, E-Star, like, how aggressive they are, you know, how – much they just go out and get things done here like if you're looking at like average kills per game wink leads the league crying is third if you look at like average assists per game we is first and shay c um their support player is second so like they have first and third in kills per game and they have first and second in assists per game they're just they're they're the dfs golden state warriors um that's not even the right. Like they're the the DFS version of like whoever is playing um, Golden State this year. Like it's just it's just crazy. I meant Golden State Prime, Golden State Curry, and you know KD. So love East Star here. There, there's nothing bad to say about East Star. That's the thing. Like you know, Wink is a beast. Crying's a beast. Um, we is the best jungle play. So like we is we is so much better than the rest of these jungle plays that he uh, like I'll I'll rely I'll look at Chris Jimino's projections here um you know our our projections here at Rotogrinders Core um and just just kind of look and see like how much he is projected more than like the next highest jungle play and like. Wink and crying on these guys, they're, they're beasts too. But, like, the thing that's kind of interesting here um, just overall is just how much, like, we will be projected higher at jungle, um, making him, like, the play at, <laughs> like, the play at jungle for tournaments and cash games for sure. So uh, not easy to fit him in, but uh, definitely worth it when you are able to fit him in. So really like we. Really like crying, really like Wink, really like the sport play. Like, it's just there's not anything bad to say about E-Star here. Um, outside of, like, if you really want me to say, like, something bad here, it's VG is a little bit better at farming, but E-Star is better at everything else. Everything else. Um, so their goal differential per minute, all that stuff much better. Um, I don't really love the top play, but he's another guy that like, if you want to be different in your stacks, he's been phenomenal here recently, getting a ton of assists per game, being much more involved. Uh, they've changed it up a little bit. So this, this team, E-Star is just so aggressive. Like you watch these LCK games and you're like, eh. you watch the E-Star game. You're like, Oh man, this team is phenomenal. Like this team is just so much fun to watch. Um, like it's just 
if you were playing that E Star um, IG game and you stacked E Star, you were just you were just loving it. You were just loving it. There was just so many kills and assists um, in that game. Like I think at the end of the day, um, I think they had like fifty something kills total. Um, e Star did, and that was kind of. At the end of the day, blowout win. Um, so, E-Star, a ton of upside. Safest play, most upside on the slate, too, in my opinion. Um, just absolutely love them. If you don't think they're going to win, if you do think that there's a potential for an upset, if you do believe in, like, this team and how they've been playing, you know, Forge, 72% kill participation, 28% damage per, per game. iBoy, 29% damage per game. Um, AIX... You know, he's another person that has been playing really good with um, Forge being being there. Um, he was he was a swap that they did as well. Um, so all the moves that VG has made, it's just gotten to the combination that's actually really good for this team overall. So if you think they're going to win, iBoy, Forge, and um, AIX would be my, my favorite plays here. Um, I think in a win, you could potentially play um, whoever starts at support, whether it be – I think it would be Hang here. Um, so if Hang starts at support, like he has 70-plus point upside at support, um, it could make your make your stack really, 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 really strong. But um, don't think I would overall game stack this game. You know, even with E-Star as bloody as they are, I still don't see game stacks working very often. Uh, all right, moving on. We got uh, the two best teams in the LCK taking each other on here. Um, you know, we got Gen G against T1. Like, when you look at a lot of the statistics in this league, Gen G and T1 are top three in almost everything. Uh, so, you know, outside of like First Blood, I think Gen G, um, you know, with their, with their aggressiveness tendencies uh, for this league anyway, uh, they're the team here to win this game. You know, Genji eleven and one, T one ten and two. Genji is slight favorite here at one thirty seven. Um, T one actually beat Genji two zero um, the first time these two teams met, um, and it was actually it was yeah, it was two zero. Um, it was the only lot, or no, it was two to one. Sorry, I read that. Uh, wrong so yeah 2-1 the first time these two teams met um and like the games the games went long 43 minutes 31 minutes 38 minutes um but at the end of the day in in three close games gen g ended up with 16 kills t1 ended up with 22 for the entire game um, and we've seen E-Star, like, have 22 kills in a game, single game. So, again, this just talks to the upside. Um, I like some of the pricing here. I think that, you know, if you do think Genji's going to win, you think they're going to be a lot more aggressive than the first time these two teams met, which I do think is very possible. I, I think that Genji, with their 2.15 kill-to-death ratio, best in the league, um, Second best is T1 at 1.54. Again, these two teams are very good, uh, very good technical teams that do um, everything right. And um, these games are going to be long. These games are going to be long. When I'm looking at Gen G here, um, 
Like I have interests in life at support. I have interest in ruler. Um, I have interest in BDD. I think Clyde is okay. I really like the team slot for Genji. Um, for tournaments, cash games, I think I'd take one of the safe, like um, just high, like Dragon X, um, RNG, KT, one of those te- teams, uh, and, and just kind of take the win in cash games. But like Gen G, I think in this game, like they they have like sixty plus point upside in the team spot, and I think like T one has sixty plus point upside in the team spot too. Like depending on who wins this game, so. Um, I don't mind the team spot here. You know, like the question that you have to ask yourself is like, how many times are these guys going to put up over a hundred points? Like some of these, um, LPL players are going to do. So can it happen? Yes. Um, but like when you're looking at this team, like ruler and BDD are your KDA kill percentage or participation and your damage people. Um, these teams are so close together in everything that they do. There's not like really like a massive um, advantage to either one of these teams. Like Genji gets first blood at a much higher rate um, than T1. Um, but like Ward's cleared, all that stuff is just very, very um, close. Like Ward's per minute, all that stuff. Very, very close. Dragons per game. Um, almost identical like it's just uh, again like i just i just don't see a huge advantage like um i would pick gen g to win but i think it could go either way i think there's a good potential it goes three games um you know for t1's purposes like you know teddy leads the league in kills per game um so like the upside for for Teddy is obviously there. Um Ruler and BDD are third and fourth in kills per game. So like it, the upside is is sort of there. Um Yeah, it's just I, I could see this game be low scoring. I could see it being high scoring. Um I could see it be really close. I could see Gen G switching up the first, like, since the first time that they played. I don't really have, like, a, a massive lean here. A slight lean towards uh, Gen G, but, like, the upside that you're getting for the prices of some of these um, T1 players make them interesting, too. Um, but, like, the first time these two teams met, like, Teddy, who is leading the league in kills per game, finished with 58 fantasy points and a 2-1 win. Is that going to happen again? Probably not. Um, just saying they just didn't have a ton of kills between them. They played a very technical games against each other the first meeting. So I, I worry about that happening again. You know who to char- like who to choose from either one of these teams. Like you're looking at Teddy and Faker. If you're looking at um, T1, you know, both of these supports like effort and life are both in play. Um, it's just if this game gets technical and it doesn't get bloody, like this is just a game that if you fade, you're probably going to do really well. I'll probably play both sides of it. I'll probably fade it a bunch and play it a couple times. Um, that's all I got for that one. This one's um, when you get two of these top teams, 
that are not like that you don't project it to be like super bloody you're just like you're just like eh gonna kind of be careful with it uh victory five against royal never give up victory five worst team in the lpl zero and nine um royal never give up five and three royal give up is a 3,129 favorite here yes that is not the typo that is not a mistake that is what they are they are a massive favorite here uh starting with victory five i just don't have any interest in these guys um we really don't know how they're going to perform in a win at all because they haven't won. Um, like, even if you look at, like, the nine games they've lost this season, I think they've only taken one one game out of the nine matches. Um, they're going to get rolled here. I just don't really have any interest in anything from Victory 5. I know they're cheap. I, I get that, and I understand that. But um, I, I think they're just – you're just picking losing players. And what's the point of just picking losing players, in my opinion? Royal never give up. They're really safe for cash games. They're kind of expensive here. Um, they should do their thing. Like, I think Ming is one of your support players that you're looking at in cash games. Um, should be, you know, pretty cheap here. Um, um, Betty, obviously, at ADC has a ton of upside here. If this game potentially stays close my my only issue with royal never give up for for tournaments for cash games they're gonna win they're gonna put up points my only issue for royal never give up here is do they have the upside to win you a tournament they're more aggressive they're better at objectives they're better at farming they should lead from start to finish in this game against this team how bloody are these games gonna get is my biggest issue. Like when we look at Royal never give up their bottom half um, of kills per game with 13.1, which is still way higher than a lot of the LCK teams. Um, like, again, that's a, just going back to like LCK LPD LPL difference. Like this is a bottom half team and there's still more kills per game than the leading LCK team. So Royal never give up should absolutely roll this game. Um, you know, they tend to play longer games, but I just don't think that's going to be the case in this one. Um, I, I think that we're going to see Royal never give up, kind of roll this one. Like I said, you know, Betty, um, XU, if you're keeping track, we're probably over the 15 and a half by now. Um, their mid laner, obviously very, very strong. Lang X is, um, you know, a guy that's been very hit or miss, um, but he's been really consistent in wins. I think he has 60 to 80 point upside here. Could he go over 90? Probably um, if they go through him. The problem is they really don't have to go through anybody. If they get cocky and, like, start being overly aggressive, that's what we kind of want to see here. We kind of want to see Royal never give up, get over aggressive in this game, maybe get behind a little bit, which I don't think happens. Um and just kind of keep this close enough where we get two semi-bloody games and a blowouts. Um, I just worry about overall upside for these guys. I do think they're the safest plays on the slate um, outside of E-Star. Don't care who E-Star's playing. They're the safest plays on the slate every time. Um, even if they if, if they burn me one time or two times, I'll still go back to the well every time. So, that is the LCL or LCK and LPL breakdown for League of Legends Wednesday, 2 a.m. slate. Um, there's a $200,000 tournament over there on DraftKings for this slate, 50K to first. We have a ton of information here on Roto Grinders each and every day for League of Legends, for CSGO. Uh, so make sure you guys are checking that stuff out. Uh, really appreciate um, everyone on. Un- 
freezing their um, premium memberships and, um, you know, kind of helping us out just like everyone else in these tough times. So appreciate that. We'll be back tomorrow um, talking something. I actually don't know if I'll be back tomorrow. I think we're going to switch it up a little bit and um, do something else tomorrow on the morning grind. So that's going to wrap it up. Hope everyone crushes this uh, LOL slate and um, see you next time.